You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea! Let's move from the mascots to the the real guys on the floor playing this weekend in the Final Four and the most outstanding player odds. Right now, you got two guys from UConn: Jordan Hawkins, Adama Sanogo, each at two to one. Jordan Miller from Miami, eight to one. Darian Trammell from San Diego State, ten to one. Matt Bradley, twelve to one, also from the Aztecs, and then Janelle Davis from FAU, fourteen to one. Isaiah Wong, fifteen to one from Miami of these players is there a bet that stands out to you I feel like this is it's hard enough to pick a winner of the final four this to me seems even more difficult this doesn't seem like a market that I'm running to bet on when you see these odds don't you think to yourself okay the only obvious answers are such short odds that like I don't want to play them because don't you look at Adama Sonogo and say, oh, well, he's probably going to be the guy for UConn yep. just because he's had such a good stretch, but he's only two to one. Like, you should just play UConn, I guess, almost on the money line. What are they, minus 135? So you get a touch more, you know, a touch less juice. But still, if there is somebody that simply has one good game in the national championship, wouldn't he get that award, like, more than likely? Because that award, I would think puts way more emphasis on the national championship game as opposed to, you know, Adama Sonogo was unstoppable in the first two rounds. And then looking at the rest of the guys on the the list, because I thought to myself, oh, maybe you take a chance on a guy from like FAU, San Diego State. Matt Bradley is like the guy for San Diego State, but he's had some, I'm not going to say stinkers, but he's had some games where he was barely even in the box score. Only had six points against Alabama, only two against Creighton. Uh, and then for Florida Atlantic, it seems like it's a different guy every single time. So yeah. it just doesn't seem like a market where I have some sort of edge. Doesn't it feel like a dart throw? Kind of like picking this year's champion. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, I'd, I would rather pick this year's champion. I, I would honestly rather lay a buck 25 with UConn, which I think is far and away, far and away, the best team in this tournament, as opposed to put down two to one odds on Hawkins or Sonogo. I mean, yeah, either of those guys could win it. And certainly if UConn wins, you would think one of those guys would, 
But then again, you never know. And also, it can be a guy. That's the thing that sometimes with these teams, they're so deep and they have so much talent that it doesn't necessarily have to be one of those guys. You can have a guy off the bench or a guy that normally isn't one of the top two scorers on the team just go nuts for a couple games because we're talking about two games. Right, and it's also who hits a timely shot. Because if somebody right. hits the game-winning three, like isn't that guy going to have a leg up on the competition for this award? So it just doesn't feel like a market that I'm willing to bet on because it honestly feels like a dart throw. But Jinx, going back to you picking UConn to win it all, do you mm -hmm. look at the rest of the tournament and say, okay, uh, logic and reasoning have not really gotten us very far because it's been yes. such a crapshoot and there's been so much parity. Would you take the favorite at this point? just seeing how the rest of the tournament has gone? Because, like, on paper, obviously UConn looks the best, but that's not the way the tournament's gone. I agree. I also think that at this point in the year, generally, it's the best team that wins out or pretty damn close to it. And I think we're also a little misled by UConn seeding, where, yeah, I understand they're not a one or two seed, but this is a former number one team in the country that started off the year like gangbusters, 14-0, unbelievable. So when I see them playing like the best team in the country, at what point in the season, they were the best team in the country. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I understand that it's been a topsy-turvy tournament. I also don't think it's a coincidence that UConn, who arguably has been a top 10 team all year long, maybe playing better basketball than anyone, is here in the Final Four. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.